you've heard me talk about it before, and I'm truly not joking. I'm being 100% genuine. I love Doc Spartan products. I use it every day. I talk about the Sex Panther beard bomb. That's literally what is in my beard right now. And I use all of the scrubs, my favorite being the coffee scrub, just in the shower, gives you the tingles, gives you the feels. I love it. And there's so many other great products. I use their deodorant. I've used their hand care when I've had tears. Just check them out. It's veteran owned, you know, guy that was in the military serving our country, Dale. I got to know him over the years and he's just a great dude. And I started buying his products and he reached out to me and said, hey, we want to support the show and we appreciate it. And I just want you guys to not only support Doc Spartan and Dale, but also reap the benefits. If you want to be sexy like me, then you want to check out Doc Spartan products, 15% off with the code best hour. That's best hour for 15% off anything at their website, docspartan.com. Check out the coffee scrub and definitely check out the beard balm. And ladies, there's stuff for you too. So head on over to docspartan.com, use the code best hour and save 15%. We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. Fern, we've done it again. We've struck a chord with people. We've struck a hot topic. And it's frustrating. I'm not going to lie. Are you frustrated? I mean, I'm, I'm in a perpetual state of, uh, state of frustration be, being partnered with you in this endeavor. Are you frustrated about other things, specifically the fact that it really just appears like people aren't understanding what we're saying about community to the point where we've said it, everyone, I don't want to say everyone is dumb. That'll come off as harsh. Naive, ignorant. Uh, I think miseducated is probably the, the best. So now, so a, I'm, no, I'm not frustrated. And here's why. It's the same reason I'm not frustrated when um, somebody shows up to a level two and they don't know the progressions or if somebody shows up for a CDP for coach development course in my gym and they don't know how to write a lesson plan. It's it's unreasonable for, for us to expect people to, to kind of really grasp this concept without having ever having having that topic been broached before and so we have to think about everything leading up to this point with regard to crossfit like nobody has i mean like there's a couple of people that have talked about it but nobody has like really stuck their finger in that wound which i would i would quite literally call it a wound for the crossfit gyms and affiliates to, that have not started to try to unpack this concept to try to figure out how to answer it because again there's some assumptions, which is, is be good at your craft, right? Like build good community, be a technician with regard to human movement. Okay. That quite frankly should be a foregone conclusion either there or for the rest of us, you are in the pursuit 
of those two things. However, it is not something that I could show to a prospect. And, and, and the, the disc might actually be like who this discussion is for, right? For people that are doing CrossFit, this discussion is not for you. You get it. We're not talking to you. What we're referring to is we are talking to affiliate owners who are trying to have better conversations with prospective clients. And community and coaching is not a sales pitch, right? And however you feel about the term, the term sales pitch, it's not a good hook. It's not a good jab. It's, not, it's none of those things. It's just words on a wall. Now, I will follow up with that. There are very important words on a wall that all of us understand the value. Once you get into the tribe, then people start to get it. But there is almost no shot that people are going to understand that prior to being integrated into the community. You cannot communicate it. Like it's, it's an intangible thing. You have to feel it. You have to experience it. It's like peyote, right? Like nobody could tell you. You would just have to be like, man, that was a wild ride. Like you have to, <laughs> you have to do that. So, you know, that, so that is kind of what we're referring to. So I, I, can't, I can't hang my hat on that because to the external person, it makes no sense. It's just gibberish. And you've thrown in the words community programming, but we can also throw in there to some extent coaching. And then one word that kept appearing in the comments of that recent post was, I think it was values and or intent. So, which I, which I mis, which misinterpreted for internet. <laughs> I was like, yeah, somebody internet. put that in there. And I was, I was just, I was just responding to everybody in there. And, they're, I, and I read internet. I was just like, doesn't every gym have internet at this point? And they're like, read it again. And I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Still however, how, yeah. However, I mean, every gym has intent. Right now, whether it's good, bad, misguided, you know, like all of those things, they have intent. And it's again, it's something that they could easily say as well down the street. Now, value, that one is problematic because value is based on the perception of the buyer. Well, and, and if you or if you're going by my values, i.e., these are the values I live by, they those may not values. align. Right. They may not align with this prospective person. But I think so a couple of things that's really important to touch upon is Community is key. No one is disputing that. No. Every, yeah, yeah, we agree. <laughs> we're glad to hear that. But a couple things to add to that. One, everyone that's coming to your box has probably reached out to two other CrossFit affiliates in your town. Every you other, said the same thing. Exactly. Every other affiliate is saying, hey, we have a great community. Now, so it's problematic because it's not making you stand out. But let's establish something. We want you to have a great community. So anyone yes. that's gotten a response from Fern or myself saying that that's not unique, understand it's great. It's unique in the whole world of fitness, but it's not unique in CrossFit. And secondly, what you need to understand is this prospective client member doesn't understand that if they're new to CrossFit, their only exposure to fitness at a gym is their global gym down the road. They're thinking to themselves, community to gym. What is that? Like, I want to go on the elliptical. 
I don't want the creepy dude in the corner to be talking to me. I don't want community here. They don't understand it. Like, like Fern said, you don't understand peyote till you're, you know, tripping your balls off in the desert. And, you know, it's, and it's the same thing here. You don't understand community until you've actually experienced it. You get it, Fern, myself, you box owners know people are going to get married. People are going to have, make their best friends. People are going to have families that all start from your affiliate. But if you would have, if I would have told the 20 plus people that got married after joining Albany CrossFit, but when they first showed up, Hey, by the way, you're going to meet your significant other here. They'd be like, what are you talking about? What, what is like, why are you starting a dating that? app? Like, yeah, what we're, are, like, what we're are you doing? working out. So don't sleep on community, but don't use it as your selling point. Right. It's not what you hang your hat on because it is again, abstract. And there's a difference between what I foster Right. So you should be fostering community, right? Like that needs to happen. Just like you should be developing your coaches and you should be cleaning your equipment. So it's also worth noting that virtually everything, there might've been like one or two that like that people put in that post and there's well over a hundred comments in there. Virtually everything they put in there, I agree with. You should do those things. They are good. That's not the conversation we're having. The conversation we're having is somebody walks in your gym because they are sitting up late at night and they're just like, I've got the COVID-20 on right now because I've done nothing in nine months and I need to change my life. And when they walk in, they're like, I need to get fit. Their pain point is not community when they walk into your gym. Now, there's a counter argument. Be like, it might be, but they don't know that yet. Yeah, or they... I'll give you my example. I've moved around a lot over the last few years. Obviously, I'm going to go to a box for fitness, but I also know these are the people I'm going to become friendly with. Like the people I'm friendly right. with here right now are almost exclusively, I would say almost 100% are from the box. But I'm a, I'm a longtime CrossFitter. I understand that. But even knowing that, I looked around the box. Like what's the distance to my house? How long will it take right. me to get here? What time are the classes on the schedule? How is the coaching staff as someone that's done it? Like I've understood that that's important too, from my perspective, but it could have had the worst coaches. And I, I, I may have still joined because, okay, there's a shower and I go to work from here or, Oh wait, there's a little space upstairs and I can stretch after class. So I don't have to get right in my car, drive home and sit for 10 minutes. There's, there's those little things. There's a water fountain that I can fill up my gallon jugs because some water fountains, it's a pain in the ass to fill up your gallon jug, right? right. Those are all the things that I think about. I know there's going to be community. I know there's going to be coach. Well, but maybe you, maybe you do, maybe you don't know there's going to be community and coaching. Well, the, 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 saying the, even the, your experienced people know that. Right, but the problem is I still don't know what that is until I get in it. So like, just, just assume that you're just like CrossFit gyms have great community, but we all know they're all created differently. Like no two gyms are created equally. So I still have to be like, even if you do know what you're talking about and looking at, we've all walked into a gym that has good, good community and good coaching and air quotes and walked in and had a poor experience because again, this only becomes only has light shed on it. Once you're in it experienced or not, like you have to get in it to figure out like what it's worth. The things that you mentioned fall in three categories, convenience services and amenities, which all have price tags. 
I can put a cost on all of those, but if you're going to try to tell me that you can somehow associate a cost with community, good luck. I don't know how to do that. Well, no, but the problem is the people commenting think they can. They think they can put that cost on there and say, no, no, you don't get it. And, then, and that's part of it too. Like you don't get it. Ours is better, Fern. That's what they're really saying every time. Like we understand there's community we understand this part of CrossFit, but you don't get it. Ours is better. Right. It's, it's, just, it's just, it's really tough. It's really, really tough to do that. The, one of the things we have to figure out is like, how do we start to communicate that? And the first thing is like, figure out the, those, those couple things that you need to do. So let's give an example. You mentioned it, you know, on the, on the previous episode where we've discussed this, I'll give you a perfect example. I know if I move to Virginia beach, Obviously, CrossFit Rife's a great box because I know you, but some of the things I would consider, well, Fern's got this sauna. You know, mm -hmm. I, I have a sauna, probably a similar one at home, but okay, for X amount of dollars a month, I can use this. It's always heated for me. I don't have to right. turn it on an hour in advance. And you've got these Normatec boots that I've been wanting to purchase, but, you know, held off on the $1,200 price point. So, okay, that's a benefit right there. The box down the road might have the same schedule, the same pricing, but I'm going to join Rife. Right. Because again, we, we, we've attached something that they can easily look at and, and attach a value to it. Like whether they think it's worth X, Y, or Z, it doesn't matter. Like there is immediately a dollar attached to it. Right. So like for, for instance, like they could purchase it on their own. Right, they could person they could purchase personal training from somebody else and, and get it that way. So they have like some sort of degree of, of value attracts to training or expertise. They could buy their own Normatec boots if they want to. They could buy their own sauna. They could purchase all of their own gym equipment. All of those have dollar figures attached to them. Right now, whether they want to spend a lump sum or pay you a much smaller fee in order to provide those services, that's up to them. Going back to the whole statement about value, I'm like that value is determined by the buyer. My my job is to communicate value. But it's based on their perception of value. So it's, it's really hard to be like, I think this is worth this. This is no different than people who are just like, my gym's worth uh, X amount of dollars. I'm like, well, based on what? They're like, I tried really hard. Like, uh, yeah, I put 10 years into it. I'm like, and it's a dumpster fire. So no, it's not worth any of that. Yeah, or it's running well, but it's just not as valuable as you think it is. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it is going well, but based on a, a third-party objective valuation, it's worth X number of dollars. Here, here would be a That's great it. way to, to test your community. I would say this, and I'm just spitballing it, but everybody that commented community out there or, you know, or, or some variation of that, double your price and see how many members are left. Ooh, don't do that. <laughs> well, no, if you're, I mean, I'm telling you, if your community is that strong, it'll support it. I don't know if it's I mean, doubling, double. I don't know. Double is, a, double is egregious. Yeah, here you go. Back, you know, back on is, track saying egregious things. But yeah, I would agree with you. If we use if we use the more practical sense of of this, which is way more realistic, which we deal with all the time, when somebody comes in and they've got eighty seven different memberships because they have people for discounts for the past seven years, and you're freaked out about people leaving over fifteen dollars, I'm not sure that you do have great community. That, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, obviously, I was being a little exaggerated with the double, but if if you, if you have the same rates in town as everybody else, or slightly less, I would say this, like, if, if 
if you're one of the people that thinks your selling point is community, find the three closest boxes to you, find their price point and put yours $10 above any of them. Mm -hmm. Your community, if it's that strong, maybe community is in fact your selling point, but it's not. But B, why aren't you charging more then if you've created such a strong community? So either way, we win. <laughs> but I mean, still, still, that, that just shows, hey, you've done a phenomenal job. And, and, and that's what we want to make sure people hear. You may have done an absolutely phenomenal job at creating this community, but understand that's not what's selling to the new people. You might have new referrals coming in because of that. And those are people that have heard about it. But they also heard about so-and-so's 30-pound weight loss. Even the referrals, I don't think often are saying, hey, no, no, come in because you're going to make friends. Right. So that, And that's probably like the fundamental difference is, is some of the things that we're referring to, which you should be doing, which is the community, all of those. There's an education process required for that, meaning like what you just referred to as the referral. The, the referee is educating this person on what all of this is about like over months in most instances they've been they've been kind of tugging this person back you got to come in you got to come in you you didn't do last spring a friend week you got to come into the next one like those are six months apart like whatever however you got it that is an egregiously long timeline where they're dripping education and examples and all these other things on people which you don't have that much time if somebody comes in like i googled you you're the closest one to my house tell me about this joint and you're like, we got great community. And they're like, okay, I'm not really sure what that costs, but 200 bucks seems like a lot for a great community. Yeah, like, no, I mean, and, and a true story, I'll go back to me again. When I moved, you know, in our in Arvada here, I literally drove to a box. I was out. I didn't have any intention of looking at the box. We've been living here for a couple of weeks. You know, I've been training at home. And I was like, you know, it's time to check out the local affiliates. Went to the first box closed went to the second box the owner was there he greeted me his dog came out uh he let rocky in my dog uh you know he talked to me a little bit and i was like let me try it out you know so it wasn't the community that told me it was a the fact that it was open and it was open right it was open and in that time he said hey we've got this thing it's called hybrid so you can come in any time and service and it was like okay well, we're in the middle of COVID, my wife's pregnant. It'd be nice to be able to leave the house, but still work out by myself. Yeah, which you just, you just named the two, two of the three things that I mentioned earlier, convenience and service. So it had nothing to do with community at and, all. And I, I get why people don't like this conversation or, or are uncomfortable with it is probably a better, uh, a better phrase because- most of us has been through this. You just you don't like to talk about that stuff. You don't like to talk about the business, the X's and O's, because you realize that you don't have any answers until somebody presses you on it. And you're like, you don't have any answers. And like, okay, this is problematic, but I want to hang my hat on these two things that I'm very proud of, that I'm very fond of. And quite frankly, to use the term of get like from Gary Vee, you're romantic about it, which makes you irrational. That's- and I'm not saying I'm not saying don't be romantic about it, but That's I'm saying you have to be rational about it. And that is not a rational statement is that this is the thing that's going to propel us to success. It's not. It's not. If it was, here's the deal. If it was, because we could all agree that for sure, CrossFit is the 
is the boss in community-based fitness. Like nobody has closer, tighter bonds than that. Then why is not every gym owner, like you stated before, making six figures and running profit? Why are they shutting down in droves right now? Why? And that's a real shitty question to answer. And it's because that's not your selling point. That is not a business tactic. And I know people don't want to talk about business, but if you've got this thing that is so damn important, which we agree that it is, that is CrossFit, you know, to use Greg Glassman's words, that is going to help combat the tsunami of chronic disease that is just running rampant throughout Western civilization, then you need to have more than that. Community ain't going to cut it. Well, and I think what I said earlier, I'm going to stand by it. It's the first time I've said it and the first time I said it from that perspective. But if community is that great at your box, increase your rate. If you're afraid to increase your rates by $5, 10 15 $20 even, which by the way, none of our affiliate U clients are, we literally have a 100% success rate on maintaining members with member increases in affiliate U. Just a side note. So you'll make your money back and affiliate you almost immediately simply by going through the rate increase that we talk about. And we've had crazy success rate on that. But the point is, it's because they realize their value and they realize their value isn't only community. If, if you're afraid to raise your rates and you're the same person that is commenting that you have a strong community, you're wrong. You're wrong on one of them. Either you don't have a strong community right. or you should be raising your rates. Right. Yeah. Either, either way you've presented your own, your own little Mexican standoff, which is going to be, which is going to be problematic. Right. By so way, you're stuck. But go ahead. Do you see my new hoodie? I did see that new hoodie. Best hour of their day. Best hour merch, besthour.com forward slash merchandise. There you go. Do that, but better, but better. That's our quote, huh? We need to have a conversation of where that came from. Somebody asked us. We about will. That. Yeah, we will. We will. Um, but, and that, that is kind of the genesis of this topic, which is, yes, that is a thing that you need to do. However, you need to do a better job of really peeling back the onion on your business so that you can communicate this. Like Zappos is a good example, right? So they've got a bunch of really cool stuff internally that they like to hang their hat on with regard to like how they treat their employees and they, you know, they'll pay people $5,000 to, to walk away from the final in, uh, interview, like they like get their last interview and they're like, you can take the job or I'm going to give you $5,000 to just walk out that door. But that's not how they sell things. Like what they sell is like, we're going to get you your shoes in two days, like fast. That's what we do. Wide variety of shoes really quickly done, right? Convenience service, right? That, that's what they're selling. But so we have to separate these two ideas, Right. And, and, and they should live in harmony. But right now the problem is all we have is this one that is like my principles and my values absent of what is the actual tangible convenience service amenities that I offer people. Right. That is the disconnect. This is the bridge that we're trying to gap so that people can walk across and be like, Oh, they have both of these things. Right. It's not, it's like, it's technique and intensity. You're like, it's not, it's not like which one, both. I want both. What? A, why do you think this is striking such a nerve with people? And B, why do you think people are struggling so much to actually list what they sell? And, and, and I agree. I think part of the challenge is it's not just box owners that see our social media. So the coaching staff and the members right. 
don't don't grasp it. But for example, you know, on the on the previous episode, Fern laid it out. When I owned Albany CrossFit, it was hey, we're opened, you know, from five a.m. to ten p.m. at night. Even when classes are going on, we have an auxiliary space where you can do your own thing. We have an entire equipment set of strongman equipment. We had a huge strongman crowd there. So if you mm-hmm. want to lift stones and stuff like that that you can't do anywhere else, you can do that here. Uh, you know, so it was uh, things like that. And I think if ever, and I'm going to give homework, right? Every box owner needs to go out and do that. They need to go out and, and not out, but in and, and look around, like take a pause and think about what are we offering that's unique? What do people care about? Like when, when they pay money, right? Like when they like, you, I should get something, right? Again, it falls in pretty much one of those three buckets, right? It, it, it convenience, a service, or amenities. You know, like it, it's like the weirder way to say it would be like, hey, you pay a lot of money so that you can have friends here. I'm like, I mean, maybe, right? Like, I'm, the, I'm, it's not the worst idea in the world. However, not the best business model. You know what I mean? So I, I really, I really kind of want to walk the line here and toe the line here, which is like, we're not poo-pooing on the community. Like, we're definitely not doing that. Like, I'm going on 12 years of my affiliate and I'm super proud of it. But I hung up that hat about six years ago. I'm like, we can't do it. Same thing with coaching. I got three seminar staff here, coaches here. We never talk about that shit. I'm like, they don't know. Has anyone joined your box? Has anyone walked in and be like, I mean, I heard that this girl, Lindsay, and this dude, Cassidy, and you are on staff. And Truthfully, yes. However, <laughs> listen, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to bullshit you, but it, I mean, it is like 1%. And let's also be honest. That is actually to the point where you can talk about your coaching. We've got Maybe, but, but I'm still not going staff. to, right? So in, in those scenarios, it's like, hey, so-and-so's dad took you to level one with you back in the day, and he said, if I moved here, I got to go there, right? So like, it does happen. But that's a referral. That's truthfully nothing to do right. with your coach. However, however, if this place was a dump, they wouldn't stay. Yeah, or if you had a shitty day and gave them a bad experience yeah. as a coach. Like, if I was an asshole, they wouldn't stay. You could have a you could be a great coach and still have a, a, a poor you know day of coaching. Now, so and we I have kind of I'm like oh we have like really great coaches here like we have like legit expertise in this building between the seminar staff between Phil on East Coast Gold I mean you're talking about like high level weightlifting you know that has like you know lineage to like Olympic coaching like I mean it's like not a joke however that's a real long winded awkward sell. Right. Which is like, there's other ways indirectly to, again, when it, when you're talking about those things, that is an education process that should be done in a different fashion, which is writing articles, putting out video content. This is how I say I'm an expert without saying I'm an expert. That's a great point. So what are the three things you mentioned again? Convenience, service, amenities. Yeah. So let me give you another great example because this is a true story and it's outside of the CrossFit world. When I moved to Colorado, I, the, one of the first things I always do is, okay, where can I train jujitsu? So this, this is an even better example. I, you know, you Google it, obviously. There's a place called 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. If anybody's listening, they've heard of 10th Planet. Oh, yeah. Eddie Bravo. I don't, even know, I don't know shit about jujitsu, but I've heard about 10th Planet. Right. Eddie Bravo, and it's like the hip stuff. It's like you train 
They don't. They only train no gi, which I prefer. I don't like training in the gi. It's you know we joke around it's your pajamas. So I was like, there's a tenth planet, and I can go there. And then I googled, and there was a place called Easton, and where I was living, it was down the road, like half a mile away. So I moved to Colorado on a Tuesday. I showed up there on a Wednesday, and I walk in the coach that was teaching the professor greeted me he was super welcoming class started on time which in the jiu-jitsu world is unheard of you know there's a joke that's called brazilian time and you know so class started on time they showed me around their schedule was you know almost every hour they had classes they had a locker room with showers and lockers you can use as much as i wanted to join 10th planet that day i signed up for Easton. You know, the other thing, there was about eight locations in the area. So, you know, you can go to other locations if you, you know, if I want to only train no gi. But turns out I started going there more often and training gi despite not liking it because it was convenient. It was down the road. They have a little bit of a gym area where before I had my garage gym here, they had a squat rack, they had kettlebells so I could do CrossFit there. These are all little things that had nothing to do with their community, community, which turns out is their best part, right? Right. That, that's the best part. I became an active member of their community. They had holiday parties. You know, they have regular events. You, you hang out, you know, outside of the CrossFit box here. Those are my only friends. So I didn't know about the community from day one. You know, a big part about jujitsu is showing up and you have to trust the people you roll with. For the most part, all schools are good like that. Right. Right. And, and it was the same thing here. So that's a real world, like real time story of the same thing. And I think there's a ton of overlap. I think getting someone to join a jujitsu or martial arts academy is very comparable to getting them to join a CrossFit affiliate. And you brought up a good point there, which is, and I, I typically don't go here because it, 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 it's so few number of people. So we've got the uh, convenience, we've got service, we've got amenities. Like those are, for the most part, like those are the three things that I can sell. There's one other thing that I can sell, but that's not most people. At some point, I can sell expertise, which is not where most people live. So, w- w- list some of the big name coaches in CrossFit. Give me Lisa one name. Ackerman. Right. <laughs> Body by, body by body Jay, body by Jay, right? So, th- so think, uh, so Shane, right? Tia Claire Toomey's husband, who is she, right? Oh. Yeah, right. Who is she? Yeah, yeah. So Shane, right? So he's got proven, right? Like that at this point is expertise. I can sell that almost absent of all the other things, right? But, but again, you're talking about this is um, th- this is you, if you're selling expertise to some degree, you probably fall now in what we would describe as like level five leadership, which is where your reputation precedes you. We're like, somebody's just like, they don't, they've never met you. They don't know much about you, but they're just like, this is the guy. And right? I would argue before you go any further, look around your box tonight after listening to this episode and say, Hey, who's heard of Matt Frazier? Who's heard of Tia? Probably about 50% of the hands will go up. Right. You know, so but they're like, there's a CrossFit Games. Like, I don't know, you know. Wait, and now who's heard of Tia's husband, Shane? No one. Maybe, you know, probably one or two. Right. There's those, like, 
I heard people talking about the whole team thing yesterday at the box. I don't follow this stuff. Right. So you can imagine your average member doesn't. Now, that's your people that are coming to CrossFit. Now imagine the people that don't go there already. And going back to my story, it's the same thing. You know, a black belt is not a black belt in the jiu-jitsu world. There are better black belts, just like there are better level fours, right? Like I'm the best level four. We know that. Then there's on, other level fours. There's the Austin this, Maliolos. You're the best. You're the best level four on this podcast, <laughs> which is you're the only level four on this podcast. Yeah, and then there's differentiating <laughs> degrees of threes, twos, and ones. Same with black belts. I'm but, no. Now, conversely, I'm the best level three on this podcast, uh, which by default makes me better than you. So, so the point. The point is, you know, I showed up and it was this guy named Professor Alex. I never heard of him at the time. I didn't know that he fought for Bellator. I didn't know, you know, that I had he no idea him. they were called professors until I talked to Steve Haydock about this. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh okay, got it. Yeah. Right. I've actually, I've been wanting to talk about this. I'd like to be referred to as professor going forward on the show. Well, I will try to find somebody who will call you <laughs> professor, but it will not be me. <laughs> Lindsay, get over here. Um, so, you know, the point was, and it's no different than coaching. It, it truly had, no, I see a black belt. I'm like, okay. This guy knows his shit. He's been in the game long enough, but I'm not going to be ignorant to the fact that I've learned a ton from purple belts. I've learned a ton from, you know, I've learned a ton from white belts that I can, that I can beat on. The, you know, the, the point is, even as someone, I'm a purple belt for reference, which means I've been training jujitsu quite some time and I can see the difference, but that was not what made me stay at all. At right. all. There, there's a great coach named Dwayne Ludwig who lives and coaches very close to where I currently live, there's not a chance I'm switching gyms. There's not a chance I'm going to go there. And then he's probably, maybe, I don't want to say that because there's some great professors here. He may be a better coach. He has plenty of MMA guys. There's an Easton school in Denver that is one of the best MMA schools in the world. They have Kamaru Usman there, a guy named Neil Magny there, Drew Dober, they all train there. I still go to the Boulder school. Because it, you know, it's it's just convenient for me. Because it doesn't do it, it it doesn't line up with what you want. Which is yeah. again, we have to think about the consumer when we have this conversation. Those people don't care. People who care about coaching, if they're looking for the world class coaches, chances are they're not coming to my gym. Like I don't fall in that category with regard to like training world class athletes. Like good coach, I got really damn good coaches here that could coach the shit out of people, but. I'm not known for sending people to the games. I'm quasi known for some other stuff that people don't know about in those small circles, right? But that's not my thing. I can't sell that. People are going to be like, what? Oh, you're just another guy who sells programming. So I don't. I we think, go with the other things, convenience, service, amenities. I, I think if you're a box owner and you're listening to this, even if you're a coach, you need to take 10 minutes after this and write down three things that are unique to your box. And if you're a box owner and your coaches don't listen to this, make them do the same and then compare those lists because see what the different things are. And then to be quite honest, I would ask your members, hey, what separates us? Why do you come here? You know, we talk about that in affiliate you. What separates what separates but, us? Why do you come out of your way to come here? But you need to remove those three things. Yeah, right. you'll get Coaching those answers. Community, you, that's where you. That's where you're going to find out the answers, right? Because again, they didn't know those before they started. They know them now, and there's a difference between being inside the trust tree and being outside of the trust tree. So when you ask that question, be like, "Hey, why are you here? 
but you can't use these three phrases. And, and that's part of what we ask people to do like in affiliate use is like going through this brand hero exercise, which is like trying to figure out what that is. Cause they're going to tell you things that don't fall in those categories because that is not why they initially showed up there. Right. They and, showed up for something that looked like those other three things that I mentioned earlier. And, and when you're doing that, find your good members that stick around, that have been there for years, that buy your T-shirts, that show up early to your events and help set up. Because those are the people you want to attract and figure out what it is about them that is bringing them in for all this time. And, and that that's your selling point. And, I, you know, again, I, I hope we end this with people realizing we're proud of you for having a great community. We Keep want doing you- that. Keep doing that shit, but don't say it when you have someone new coming in here. You know, I, I would argue, look, if at the end, hey, we got the sauna, we got the normal tech boots, we got this and that. And, and you know, by the way, in a few months, you're going to also realize you're going to make some great friends here. That's the bow, right? That is the bow for the present. It's what makes the present really nice and presentable. It is not what is inside the box, though. And. And the same holds true with coaching, right? Right. You, you could be the world's best coach and just be such a dictator and so nuancy that no one wants to come to your class. So you can't sell it that way either. It, it's the same thing. You have to find that balance and that's the balance here. So we gave you homework. The, yeah. And if you're, if you want even more guidance is like, I should be able to physically touch it or point to it. Right. It can't be this, this thing that is just like, oh, what is that? Like, it needs to be like, I need to, I have to physically put my hands on it or I can point to it on a screen or something like that and show somebody like this thing right here or this thing right here. And quite frankly, you really can't do that with community. And if you do, it's kind of like a weird, uh, you know, interpretive dance where like they may, may or may not agree with you. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I think we can probably stop talking about this. Going forward, we'll probably bring it up again, but uh, and and Fern will continue to respond to every post on Instagram. But we're and I, you know, I, I don't want to come off as haters or Debbie Downers because we truly believe in the impact of this community and even the coaching and the programming, you know, and the values. All of that stuff is important. Just stop using it as your sales pitch. Because finding out what actually should you should be saying will help you it will bring more people into the community like that's what we want you to do we want you to foster the community but we want you to be able to bring more people into the community and it's not by saying we have great community there ha- there's other means of doing that so do both right but the, again like jason like stop saying it it's just it doesn't work otherwise you'd have 500 members in your gym or you'd raise your rates or you'd raise your rates all right last thing i want to say if you haven't already please support Doc Spartan, docspartan.com. Use the code best hour for 15% off. If you want to look at my beard, it looks really good today. Looks dark. It is dark. It's a little dark. That lighting fix, bro. I got to get a new light. I'm going to get a new light. I I feel like, you know what? This is, I have a, I feel like you said you moved to Boulder, but I actually think you moved into your mom's basement. Look, I didn't want to talk about it, but Roz and I have had some tough times. (laughs) I moved back into my parents' basement. (laughs) (laughs) Ma! meatloaf i never know what she's doing up there (laughs) anyway check out doc spartan and also check out our patreon patreon.com forward slash best hour of their day for six dollars a month you get a bonus episode you get to ask us questions 
you get a ton of great stuff. So check those two things out. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time.